We are I. Things that make life easier. Now, not to be confused with things that make life better, although these these two concepts are very synonymous with each other, but um, things that make life easier. You know, I I feel the thoughts that run through my head like quite regularly when I get into conversations with people about, you know, like the, the beginning stages of life. And, you know, I just had this conversation a few days ago with this, with one of my business partners, him and I, we were sitting out talking about, you know, our kids, because, you know, like we, we both have girls, like they're young, you know, and they have a lot of life left to live in. Like, what is the thing that we are going to offer them? Like, what are the, what's the thing that we are going to give to them that, we didn't necessarily get ourselves or the things that we think are a priority moving forward in life. You know, and both him and I, we were sitting there talking about just sheer understanding about life. Like this is one thing that I don't think that anybody really sat me down and, and got me to look at or think about or teach me or educate me and, or get me to understand, you know, how to be able to, to actually navigate life. You know, and a lot of the a lot of this concept comes by way of like what you're going to do, you know, once you graduate high school. You know, in the traditional North American, like, you know, we're the best, we know the best, you're 18, get out of the house, go figure out your own shit, go do your own life. That's the way that it is. When so many other cultures in this world where, you know, it's like, you know, people, families stay together, multi-generational families stay together. And you realize that it's like, yeah, having like that big family at home, having so many people pay the bills, having people being taken care of when they're sick or hurt or, you know, anything like we're starting to understand that there's great value to this, you know, but we went the other way. People had to be independent. People had to be independently strong. You had to prove yourself, you know, like if you lived at home when you're 19, if you live at home when you're 25, you know, like this is shameful. And you look at you know, this in today's world where it's like, oh, you know, this 25, 30, 35 year old, you know, person still living in their parents' basement. It's like, what the fuck is the difference between that, you know, in some, you know, South Asian or Asian family where, you know, everybody's living together under the same roof, you know, it might just not be in a basement suite, you know, they might be having a big enough house where everybody can live in the whole house together, or it's just not sectioned off like that, or looked at like that, that, you know, some of the family is living in the air quotes basement suite because that's just normal life. But we stigmatize that saying that that is wrong. That 30, 35 year old person should be out on their own, doing their own thing, living their own life instead of, you know, paying less bills or maybe contributing to the family, making it easier on everybody, you know, living at home or the parents living at home, having childcare at home, making things easier. I mean, like there's, there's all these ways that we can make our lives easier, but, you know, in this big claim to, you know, proving yourself and independence, we make things harder on ourselves because that's the the North American concept that parents can't wait for their kids to be 18 where I can kick you out and, 
you know, you're out, you're out on your own now. You have life to figure out. You know, at 18, what the fuck do you know? You're just seven years away from your, your prefrontal cortex from being fully developed. The part of your brain that is directly responsible for decision making. And at 18, we can't wait to get you out of the house. Like, how does that make any sense? Like, how can we logically look at that as an adult, knowing that your child's brain is not fully developed, that now I'm going to kick you out and you're going to go do your own thing. And especially at a point where they have to make decisions that are going to affect them literally for the rest of their life. And we know that. And how do you know at 16, 17, 18, what you want to do for the entire rest of your life, but it's really easy to get $100,000, $200,000, $300,000 in debt from student loans, you know, $400,000, $500,000, depending on even if you want to go to school in the States or Canada overseas, all of these things, because we make, we make life harder. We're not, we don't have a concept of making life easier, generationally easier. What can I do to be able to pass this down? How can I start you further off ahead than where I started instead of forcing you to start back down at zero? What is starting at zero benefit anybody except for forcing somebody to be able to struggle so much more possibly because of that struggle they don't have opportunity to be able to do the things that they want to do in life to be able to explore avenues in life that you know they may not be able to because they are bogged down by debt and student loans and all this stuff from trying to go from zero to a hundred zero to success instead of starting them you know, at 10 or 15 or 30 or 50 or 60, where's that springboard that we should be offering our children to be able to take a healthy step in life from the beginning? Why don't we do this? We see this model being run in almost every other country or ethnic group around the world except for people here in North America. I can't wait to get you out of my house. I can't wait to get you, the burden I brought into this world, out of my life so you can go prove to me and to yourself and to everybody else that you can make it on your own. How fucking perverse is that? How perverse is that? Not only that is, you know, like when people sit down and they look at you when you're 16, 15, 17, say, what do you want to do with your life? How in the fuck are you supposed to know that when most people in their 20s, 30s and 40s and 50s still don't know what they want to do with their life? How are you going to know when your brain isn't even fully developed and you have a shit ton of testosterone? All you want to do is fuck everything as a guy and all you want to do as a woman is be confused and not know what's going on and just as confused as all your male counterparts. How does all of that make any sense at all? Not only that is nobody sat me down and said, okay, look, you know, I have a friend, a good friend that I've known for a long time who's an anesthesiologist, department head, BC Cancer, BC Women's, great guy. You know, went to school for like 13 fucking years after high school, you know, doing everything that he wanted to do to do to be able to get to the position that he was in. Walked into his job and probably makes like 600 a year, plus, 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 plus. You know, so you can look at somebody and say, okay, you can dedicate your life. You're going to have to go to, you know, work and you're going to have to spend this time anyway, but you can specialize in a field like this and you can walk into a job and print your own paychecks because there's not enough people in this field and you literally can write your own paychecks and you literally making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. 
That's an avenue for you. That's what you can do. You can skip all those years of school and you can go into a trade and, you know, you can spend the first, you know, maybe four or five years, six years, you know, making 60, 80, you know, maybe 100 a year. And then after that, you know, you can specialize in your own field in a trade and you can be making 120, 150 a year. Great opportunity as well because you're going to be in a lot less debt, a lot further ahead. You're going to have just as many resources, you know, by the time that you get to that mark. Because when you look at the point in time when this person who's now making 600 a year is an anesthesiologist, you know, and them paying off their student loans and all the money that they've had to spend versus this other person who's in a trade who didn't spend the same amount of money but making a shit ton of money and you know banking some along the way versus the person who's just spending this person who's in a trade can have a house they can have a sizable chunk you know paid down on their mortgage they can do all of these things and especially if this person who's in a trade said you know what and as an 18 I'm going to go into a trade I'm going to spend the next seven years you know building my life, staying at home, paying minimal rent, all these kind of things. And I'm going to be making bank. I'm going to be banking money. I'm not going to be buying $1,200 jeans. I'm going to be banking money because I want to be able to buy my own place. You know, and maybe with those parents, you guys all move into a bigger place or those parents help out. They take a, you know, he lock out and, you know, they double down. Now the family owns more properties. The family does, not just the individual. The family is further ahead. You know, or you would look into this next avenue where I have friends who took a six-month real estate course when they were 18, 19, 20 because they really just wanted the lifestyle that, you know, came with a mortgage broker or a real estate agent. And, you know, a lot of these guys in their early 20s making two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year because they're really personable and they have great connections and they're hungry and they're enthusiastic and they're pumped full of testosterone still and they want to work, you know, 20 hours a day, you know, having fun, going out for drinks, making connections because they don't have a family yet. They don't have kids. They don't have a wife. They have casual girlfriends and they can, you know, build that. They have casual boyfriends. They can build that. You know, and you look at that, you know, person who's now in their mid-20s and they're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, that's an avenue. But you know what? Nobody sat down and explained any of these things to me when I was in high school. Like any one of these things were an option. It was the, hey, you don't even know what the options and the opportunities are available to you. Here it is. And a fucking career counselor, that is the biggest joke on the planet. They don't tell you the real side of life. They don't give you the real straight and skinny. When I sit my kids down, I'm like, look, this is the real fucking straight and skinny right here right now this is what life is all about you want to know what the one of the keys to success is in life financially go make great friends go make great friends who are ambitious because they will bring you opportunity those great friends will bring you more success than anything else, having a great, strong social network. And one of the biggest fallacies that I can't stand is that, you know, thinking that money doesn't bring happiness. And it's like, no, you don't want money to be able to control your life, but being able to pay your bills and not have to worry about money is fucking priceless. Priceless. So yes, you do need to have money at your forefront of thought because it makes life in its entirety easier. That is the straight and skinny. That's the bottom line. Those are some of the things that you need to just to just to tell people. 
You don't need to have a good job. You need to be able to make money to be able to pay your bills and not have to think about that shit, not have to stress about when that next paycheck, counting down the days until that next paycheck comes because that kind of stress will ruin a motherfucker. That kind of stress will ruin a family. That kind of stress will ruin a relationship. That kind of stress will ruin a life. It does, and nobody can convince me different of that because it absolutely does. So these are some of the things that it's like we have to we have to give these gifts to the next generation, explain to them how important these things are. So as we can wrap this up now in this little rent, now that we're getting up into like this 15-minute mark, you know, but when it really comes down to it. When it really push comes to shove, what are we actually doing here in North America with our next generation? How are we actually helping them get somewhere in life to a prosperous level where they can actually just live a better quality life? So my question of the day is, even if you don't have kids, what are you doing for the people around you to be able to help them live a better life.